What's up, beautiful people? I'm Nathaniel Pearl. And I'm Sam Sheva. And welcome to Curious Chimps Podcast, a show where we explore the infinite complexities of the human experience. We do not endorse anything illegal. So please, consult the doctors, do your research, and for the love of all that is holy, be safe. All right, let's talk about drugs. Curious, curious, curious chimps. Okay, so we're reaching 50. We're getting to 50 podcasts, which is, I feel weird today. So I like my face might not be showing it, but I'm really excited about that. It makes me happy. And you got these new pop filters so we can go really close to the microphone. Yeah. It's... You can tongue your cochleas. It's weird because <laughs> it doesn't feel like it's been a long time. But when I tell people that we're reaching, we're like releasing episode 50 in two weeks, like this one's going to be episode 49, but we're at 50 basically. You can just round it up. The reaction is what, what gets me. It's like people, are, oh shit, number fifty already, and it's like that is when I'm like, oh shit, it is it is a a chunk of time. You know, it doesn't feel like, it doesn't really feel like it at all. Like it kind of all meshed together. Especially when did we start? Like a year ago? Two yeah. years ago? No, like in I think end of September, November we started. Oh no, sorry, end of September, October we started. Uh, yeah. We were, so we were doing Rappy in the Park. That's my <laughs> reference point because it was nice out. <laughs> <laughs> that's just a, that's it that's the ticket anytime i need to figure out timelines i just say okay we did wrapping the park when was i ago. doing drugs and was i cold <laughs> <laughs> it's a good uh it's a good time marker knowing when you do drugs having that date can refer back to it. it's uh, there's this thing in psychology called flashbulb memory and it's like when you have like a trauma <laughs> 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 like any you ask someone you ask someone like where were you when you heard that jfk got shot or like for our generation like yeah. when when you found out about 9-11 or something i remember that everyone does yeah that's the thing i was in high school and they wheeled in a, no they didn't they just turned the radio on they didn't wheel in a tv but they did that sometimes <laughs> we had that too the, with the vcr yeah that's <laughs> it there was it's like a fucking thing made for school like we're just gonna put the tv on top the second shelf has the vcr or the dvd player if you're fancy how crazy is that that like that is gonna be a thing of the past well it's already a thing of the past but all those little things yeah. get lost from generation to generation there's the like walkmans and discmans and shit you know and then it was ipads but now it's just all in your phone and then it's like also your phone is school also your phone is porn also like it's all getting homogenized it's all getting melted into one star trek tricorder handheld nonsense do you remember the palm pilot oh my god of course the handheld i want my handheld do you want me to hold your hand that's like a joke from a movie but it's like the little pen yeah, it was like it's just like this brick basically, and you can play a couple games on it and just schedule. <laughs> That's the you can basically just schedule on it. Yeah, it was like the businessman, like the like you had the little holster and your belt and yeah. shit, and yeah. it was like the first Blackberries. Like it was, you just felt like you could get shit done, and it had your agenda in it. But it was all like like Game Boy like level pixelation. Like it was like crystals. It was like yeah. LED. Uh, yeah, it, it was horrible LCD. quality. LCD, yeah. And there was also my friend. I remember we, everyone had uh, MP3 players, and the i the i shuffle came out, the Apple shuffle, or iPod shuffle, and he had like a different brand. He was like the first Android dude <laughs> in like, the early stages, where everyone wanted the Apple, and he had this Creative. I don't know if you know the company Creative. No. They were like one of the first MP3 companies, and they were incredible what they had. And it was literally a brick, and it had like 250 gigs on it. So he had wow. 
he had so many songs, it didn't make sense. And but everyone was like freaking out over like the one gig shuffle, <laughs> and he just had this fucking brick where he was just jamming on it. It sounds familiar now that you say it. Yeah, creative. Yeah. It was. Uh, <coughs> I don't know. I think Sony owned it, but they were just like they had their own brand name. And I remember seeing this creative. I've always wanted one, but it was like. A Two hundred dollar item. I'm like, can't afford That's that. It, like, yeah. Twelve years old. I can't get this. I know. Thing. I got. I, my, my parents bought me like a three hundred dollar fucking iPod. Like when they first came out, oh and yeah. it had like that that blue display and like that like that feeling. Those were the best ones, though. They really were. Those it's, it's still in my house somewhere. It's probably worth like something for the for novelty sure. item. Wow, to think of that, where it was to now, what what's going on with like the technology? That's insane. Like. That thing is, if you look at that now, you're like, oh, get the, get rid of this bullshit technology. I have such a, such a better phone. But <laughs> at the time, that was like revolutionary. <laughs> yeah, man. I ha- I, before those, I had, there was two of them. I can't remember one of them now. But I had this fucking thing. It looked like a beeper, man. It looked like a pager. And it had like simple buttons on it. So it was like a fucking Tamagotchi, but you're like flipping through songs. And I swear I could hold like 25 songs on it. And it, and it was battery powered. Like a f- it wasn't like an internal battery system or something. That was like a fucking double A, like you just slide in. And it, and it was ridiculous. And now you got your fucking Bluetooth headphones and your everything's on Spotify. Like you don't even need to save shit on your phone anymore. You don't need space. Mm. You have the cloud. You have all these things like... What was that show? Uh, you ever see uh, fucking Christ? Weeds. It's just called Weeds. Never, Never seen, seen Weeds. There's a there's like a flash forward into the future at the end, at the, like the very last episode. Not I'm not spoiling anything there. It's been out forever. Fuck you guys. But <laughs> they're they're in the future and like weed is like ubiquitous. You know, it's like kind of how it's coming up now. But it's like you know you can buy a pack of joints like a, you can buy cigarettes. Hmm. They're showing this like kind of future of weed being very accepted, which back then it was picking up but really not like it is now so it was a cool light way to end the show and this kid pulls up it like it's his phone but it's a fuck it's a literally like a trans transparent piece of plastic like it's it's a throwaway like phone yeah, yeah like everything's in the cloud yeah. and it's this magical screen that is f- totally transparent there's no way like i don't know like you probably can't plug in anything there's no there's no um there's no moving parts almost. Like it just looks like a fucking. So it's just streaming from from the cloud. I don't know. I mean, you know, I'm sure it, it's 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 fantasy in a sense. Yeah. So there's not a lot of like Star Trek level like effort of how this would actually work in real life. But like we're getting there. You know, the there's there's screens that like things get elevated and sudden, suddenly there's like a a button mm. like a physical button. That's crazy. Or now they have like the folding screens and shit. And there is transparent glass that you can like electrify and it like turns into uh like a murkier glass or then or there's some that are screens now mm. and i have no idea how that works but it's really cool this is it's all just steps before the singularity where we just jump inside those fucking things i guess so that's where it's heading and that's it's funny because we're, we're actually talking about technology because that's what i wanted to talk to you about about that theory i was forming but oh, yeah. we'll get into that but it just that's it feels I'll like that's tell me give me a give me like 10 give me the five ten minutes head start and i'll I'll start smoking i'll just make sure i'm <laughs> really stoned i'll yeah. be like have yeah. we ever smoked in here no you're gonna be the first uh i think you know when johnny and maya were here oh no and you guys we didn't, did smoke yeah we didn't like it was like it a, wasn't a podcast per se no. like we we didn't it's not out on the internet but we were we were all here getting high yeah yeah not me but you guys were i think yeah you and your fucking 
You take everything but weed, bro. It's a, I'm, I don't know what it is, man, but I, I'm, I'm like the biggest supporter of cannabis. I'm fucking, I was all about the legalization of it. But for me, I just, it doesn't resonate with me. I've tried so many times. Yeah, I can't even argue with you. You're <laughs> we, like, we've you've tried everything. Yeah. And it, I don't know what it is. I just, I, I honestly have come to the conclusion that I just don't think it, it's, it meshes well with my, ba- my uh, brain chemistry. I just think something, maybe some genetic thing I have where it just doesn't work well. And I, I've come to terms with it. I have no desire for it. That's it. I mean, some things just fuck with you. Like, I'd love to hop into your body and get stoned and see how what happens. Yeah, it's just going to be a spiral of ideas <laughs> and thoughts and just me molding into my couch. Maybe you're, maybe when you get high, that's how I feel when I'm sober. <laughs> and then when I get high, I feel like you do when you're sober. That's crazy. <laughs> Think of it, though. Yeah. Like, maybe you're like, you're like, this is ah, like all these wacky thoughts. It's like, dude. What? <laughs> but it's not. I get high to quiet my mind. Like it's not even um, thoughts that are valuable. It's that's the problem. It's not like I'm getting a flow of creativity and ideas. It's like I'm thinking of the most basic shit, but I can't continue the thought process. I'm losing track of it, and it just like I'm losing grip of I it. See. So I'm like in a in a spiral of just like non-continuous. To, yeah, and it's thoughts. it's not. A, it doesn't create panic, but it, it's just. It feels unproductive. It feels like I'm just I'm just trying to remember something and it's it's wasting my time. It sounds like you're like inducing like a like a ADD like a stressed out like, or maybe maybe it's just how weed does everybody. Mm. You know, like you things become fascinating and then like the thought leads to another leads to another and you kind of forget the point or the 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 plot. And uh, for you, that just doesn't mesh yeah. with your. I feel like I get derailed. And then conversations are just a whole other ballgame. I lose grip of every conversation I'll have. So. I guess I don't think much when I talk, so <laughs> <laughs> I can get high. I can, dude, one time I had, I've had fleshed out like full conversations that I didn't remember because mm. I was blasted. Bunch of fucking special K up my nose or I don't know what. Yeah. I just, I'm just like, dude, I remember one time I came to, I probably told this story on the podcast like in our early days, but I, I was, I, I had a crazy special K experience. I experienced the, the K hole and everything. And I, um, I just like come to, I'm conscious standing up. It, at at the cashier, like, I just finished waiting in line. I don't remember getting out of the car. I don't remember walking. I don't remember ordering food, but I'm halfway in a sentence ordering KFC. And oh. and my buddy, shout out Sim if you're listening, uh, he's just like, like, he just kind of elbows me, like, like, finish what you were saying. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm, I just think on my feet. I'm like, KFC, okay, I was probably ordering this. Yeah. Right and like yeah okay it's like every time I go KFC bro spicy spicy chicken burger it's the best I usually just do uh, the fried chicken the bucket that's fair family size baby <laughs> got it I haven't I haven't had that chicken forever it's just garbage but it's delicious really bad it is the I associate that when I'm traveling on the highway KFC is my go to yeah <laughs> yeah I love that what well, someone was telling me how like the the name is now KFC because they can't like legally say that they're selling chicken because it's like it's like lab grown or like uh genetically engineered or like uh blended and repasted and like cut like a fucking drug dealer like trying to save money it's a little bit scary yeah they're like no we're just kfc now it's like (laughs) you mean kentucky fried chicken like no no don't don't, we don't say the c word here (laughs) leave the c out yeah that's (laughs) that's kentucky fried c but but i did notice going back to the weed talk um cbd actually works really well with me so I remember you tried, yeah. made me try that like full CBD weed. Yeah, and that is actually 
I had a, someone had a point to me. It's just that maybe you don't know the right weed for you, for you specifically. Mm. And I think finding like, because the legalization, what's actually really nice about is you get a wide selection of, of very specific numbers that you can kind of test with, with your body. Yeah. And for me, CBD was fucking night and day. It actually was everything I needed out of the plant. I would do it before exams. I would do it um, before work, anything. I just felt like it would give me like this state of focus. Not necessarily that I need it, but if I wanted to smoke, it would, CBD was actually really en- enhancing a lot of things. Especially you're already like, uh, you work out, you've, you've done yoga and breath work and, mm. and drink coffee. Like, you know, you can change your state and be in like a way more focused state. And then is that focused state calm or is it agitated? Mm. Can you direct it? Uh, can you, is it, is it clicking on and off based on your environment or your mood or something? Or is it solid? Can you, like, there's all those little nuances that you're, you live in that, in that muds, you know, sort of. Yeah. And yeah. it actually was one of the the only things that was effectively treating my migraines. Oh yeah. yeah. You told me about that once. I used to get oh well, I I still do, but we'll get into that too about my psychedelic uh, the ayahuasca experience where my migraine kind of Does rapid help? You ever rapid yourself in a migraine? Uh, Try that no. out. Uh, I'm curious to see. But I, the, I heard it helps. Yeah. <laughs> CBD it definitely helped though. And inst- I used to take Advil every time I get a migraine and then when I would smoke CBD we kind of Dissipate, dissipate a little bit and I would just feel it like hovering in the background but not taking over my field vision and all that that's how that's the best way I've ever heard describe how weed helps with pain like I think you can smoke like till the fucking cows come home you know mm. till the till your jars empty kind of thing and it, it's like if you don't know how to use it or accept it's not it's not gonna it's gonna dull the pain or kind of like, like rearrange the pain or, or move the pain to the it's back. It's like you're turning the dial on like a low volume. Like it's there, you feel it. If you yeah. if you really focus, you'll feel that pain, but it's kind of not overcoming it, not overtaking you. You know, it's like a, it's like you're 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 you're, you're dialed into like a like one, like just one or two notches away from that channel. So it, yeah. you're still hearing it in the background of like the static or something, but it's not at the forefront. Exactly. And you can almost do that same thing when you focus on the pain and you and you. The boss of that shit. Yeah. You yeah. you go into the body and you really look at it, like you face it, and then you kind of try to box it in also and even kind of compress it a little bit. And you start defining like the limits of the pain. And this radiating pain effect gets very strongly diminished just by your perspective. Mm. And then suddenly you're like, wow, I'm not in that much pain. And the pain itself is very tolerable or very on and off. Or, uh, or it's just perspective. And you're like, well, I'm in a bunch of pain. Like I, I've been doing the cold. I've been jumping in the pool lately. And I read about this thing because I, I always thought, you know, like the water hurts your ears. Hmm. Like I, it doesn't hurt when like it's when warm. You go, when you go in just cold water? Or? Yeah, the, it's okay. the cold for me. Like the, yeah. the depth hurts as well, especially if you're in the ocean or something. But like the, um, the, the I thought it was like infections. I thought it was like a, like a swimmer's ear thing. But it's the fucking cold, man. Okay. And it's like, I don't know if it's because I'm not used to it anymore, if it's just going to get worse with age or if it's because... My mom had a great idea. She's like, go in slow. Like, you know, it's cold, so I just want to dive in and get it over with. But if you, like, walk in step there, in, sort of, it sucks. Chest, but Chest out. Yeah. Keep it about here. Just breathe and then dunk in. Because if I, if I do the <clears throat> Wim Hof and then go in, you know, but anyway, I'm, I'm, we're know, losing the plot there. But uh, it, it, it hurts so much, man. And it was like, it was like a mind-numbing pain. And I haven't ha- felt anything like that in a long time. And I was, like, in the shower. And I was just, like, turning the heat up and trying to get rid of it, sort of. And it was so, like, in your brain. I feel like I have a high pain, tol- pain tolerance where I can just kind of like tough it out. But sometimes the pain is like annoying yeah. also and it just it just gets under your skin and you can't shake it. See, anyway, that's how my migraines start. Pain. They just become like an annoying 
feeling sensation and then once i just give into it because it's just it's starting to come in it just takes over my life and i have to literally lie down for 20 hours until it goes away <laughs> yeah no i don't i get yeah. headaches sometimes but like i've never i think I, i've had some big migraines when i was younger but like when you're growing and all this shit's out of whack and plus i was doing a bunch of drugs in high school like yeah. who the fuck knows you know but that's why just eating sugar every fucking 10 seconds i gained a new appreciation and perspective of ayahuasca after that experience because i've had migraines since but they're like on a on a on a dial. They're like on a three on ten max, whereas opposed to they used to be, almost every time nine on ten, eight on ten, ten on ten. So what happened was it right when ceremony started, literally as the fucking candles lit and he's doing the speech, the migraine just slammed into me, and I'm like, oh fuck <laughs> me, fuck me, cool. <laughs> I'm like this already. The resistance got so strong. I'm like, fuck, this is gonna be bad. I felt it like. Anyone who has had migraines, you could resonate with me. You feel it, for at least for me, I feel it on the sides, in the temples, and then my vision starts getting really sensitive. So that candlelight was just like shining. Mm. You know? And then as you move your head, you get a little bit nauseous. Like It's like the calibration's off, you know? Yeah. So service starts, first cup, and I feel that migraine creeping in. You know, it was coming in, and then I'm just dealing with it. It wasn't so bad. Second service, I thought each cup would kind of get rid of it. I was just like hoping so. Yeah. And it amplified it every time. Fuck. Every oh, yeah. Good. Just eight, <laughs> nine, ten, <laughs> eleven. You're like... <laughs> and to the... So that's it. So then the third glass, the dial broke. Like I was... I never had that pain in my life. And it was like someone was compressing... You ever watch Goodfellas? Oh, no. It was Casino. Where Joe Pesci was like fucking squeezing that guy's head in the in the, in the the vice, whatever, the vice grip. And he's just like, who who did the guy he snitched on? He's like, Tommy G, this is you fucking bust your eye body or skull for Tommy G or something, whatever his name is. One of my favorite scenes, regardless. Anyway, that scene where he's compressing the guy's head with that with that vice mm. is exactly how I felt. And I was just it was squeezing here. And I had to leave the room and I went outside. Well, actually, I, I was there and then Mathieu came to me. He's like, Are you okay? Let's go outside. So I go outside and it's just slamming into me. Basically worst pain in my life and i'm saying that i've dealt with migraines my whole life that was the worst that was all my migraines condensed into one thing <laughs> <laughs> and i realized this is some second arrow shit that uh, andre explained to us that a lot of that pain i was experiencing yes the migraine was bad but it's all the years of attachment to to that pain and that that label i put on the this because every time i would get a migraine i'd just be like fuck my day like i ruined my fucking day and i go lie down and just deal with it with such negativity you know so the ayahuasca actually is like you know what we're gonna give you everything you've put on this throughout the years in one moment so you can see it all for what it is mm. so i was experiencing the the physical pain but all that emotional attachment from the earliest memories of my migraines were when, uh, when i was like eight years old and it was like i was upset you know and so all that attached to the migraine just created this this um, this fire that is just, it's like the blue flame fire. Like it's so strong. And what happened was I had to fucking find a way to love this thing because I, I tried everything, accepting whatever. And it was just slamming. I'm like, okay, fuck, I can't fight this. I'll accept it. I love it. I love this. <laughs> Let's see what happens. I yeah, love it. I'm like, uh, <laughs> what do you want me to do? I've done everything. I guess surrender like I thought my depths of surrender were, were pretty high and this was like a whole new door of surrendering and loving and accepting. And I swear to God, once I started loving it, it took time, but it started fading away the pain, at least the emotional attachment. And then I just felt like a subtle sensation here. And that subtle sensation was like what we're talking about, tuning a, mm. uh, like with weed where you tune down the radio and it's just like a subtle pain, but it's not a, affecting your day-to-day -day activities. I had that and I'm like, holy fuck. 
most of this pain came from how I reacted to this pain. It's not actually the pain itself. Yeah. The flinch or the ten- the, the, the cringe, like the, the... Yeah, exactly. And I think a lot of us do that for so many things is the reaction is what's creating the fucking tension, you know? Yeah. It's like massage. If you put on, push, push on someone's trigger point, they, they do this. But once they breathe and relax, it actually feels better and mm. feels good and releases. But that initial response, a lot of people, me included, live in that initial response, and that's where we're stuck, you know? Yeah, maybe you're a little, like, especially for the, the certain topics or the certain sensations, or you're, like, you have a narrative, you have a certain way of seeing it, and then it comes in, and that whole, like, neural pathway kind of activates. It's not just the pain you're feeling. No, it's, the, it's the connections yeah. that you've made, the labels, the attachment. And that's why, so after that ceremony, I, I was convinced that it healed my migraines i'm like wow ayahuasca is like i've heard stories where it can heal people's conditions and i'm like it fucking healed me i got a migraine again but when it came i kind of laughed i'm like oh this is the migraine this is what i've been yeah you're like i I know i know you now yeah you you, you dodge it a little bit and it's like i can still do my day-to-day activities but it's incredible talk about surrender though man like you you you're you're trying to like accept it and let it be but at part of you was still like, fuck this pain. Mm. But then it's like, okay, I've tried everything. And this like really 180, like, okay, I love this pain. I love having headaches. Great. Migraines are dope. You know, like, <laughs> you're just like, I don't know what else to what do. What else can you do? And then it worked. And you're like, huh, I, love's got a weird. And I, I mean, it's not like a, like a love others, love, uh, love the world. It's like, it's this really weird, like using love to interpret yourself and your, 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 your history and your, your present, like. It wasn't a concept. It was like you loved your pain in that moment. You know that uh, new documentary series that came out on Netflix called Unwell. I haven't seen it though. The first one with the yeah. with the the essential oils was like kind of like it had some editing trickery and like a really good director and like they like they they were they were trying they were fucking with people a little bit. You know they they talked about DoTerra and then they kind of used like the magic of movies to, to connect that without saying anything. But okay. with the editing, they're just like, hey, look at this other company that is totally a pyramid scheme and they have questionable oil quality. And it's like, they're just like, they didn't, they mentioned doTERRA, mm. but then they kind of dropped doTERRA because they couldn't say shit because that's a really good company. But then they, they're like, this other company though, pyramid scheme. And then I talked to my cousin last night and he's like, oh, essential oils are bullshit. I'm like, you watched that fucking documentary, didn't you? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Let's talk, bro. But anyway, my point was because the rest of them are quite measured and and fair. I like I use measured a lot that word. Anyway, um, one of them is on ayahuasca, and there's this one woman who had a genetic disease where your skin hardens, and this eventually affects your organs. Like it's a very weird disease. She couldn't was like it her connective tissue or just her skin. I don't know. I didn't, I don't remember the name. It was Scolorio something, but it's like your, so like her moving was painful. Everything became like uh, tough, like, and, yeah. and kind of like curled in and stuff mm. and her face and everything. Like she, she needed a wheelchair, like an inclined wheelchair. She couldn't move much. And then, um, you know, I, I just watch it, I guess I won't go too much into detail, but she drinks ayahuasca. Now she's done like 60 sessions and she's like the doctor, her doctor's like, I don't understand what's happening. Whoa. Like her, her love of her situation, her whatever you want to talk about it, like synonymous to what you just said, mm. is physically curing her of a thing that shouldn't be curable. And she's like, okay now. She's like, she's not 100%, mm. but she was fucked before. And now she can stand up and she's, she could live a life. She, she has a dog. She and goes they, for walks. They can't explain this. 
they have no idea what's going on. And for her, it's all like mental. It's all like something was released because she talks, she's like, I, I was sexually abused. I had a fucked up childhood, like a really rough so self-hatred. all affecting it. Yeah, it's. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 a very upstream thing, you know. Like it it does affect our our biology, and and she she released something really big, and it directly started helping her. That's incredible on a physical level. Yeah, and it's really incredible. It's shocking to me. See, when I first started my research into ayahuasca and psychedelics, I was seeing stories like this all the time, like mm. anecdotal, like not in a documentary, but r- real and and true, regardless, by the people. And I couldn't help but wonder. I'm like, fuck. So I read a lot about people curing their migraines. I'm like, oh, yeah, bullshit. And people curing some forms of cancer. Not curing, but like getting, the, enhancing the remission after treatments. I was reading a lot of that. At, they were partaking in ceremonies. Mm. And I'm, I just remember reading all this. I'm like, okay, it's like, because at that point, I didn't do ayahuasca yet, but I did mushrooms and a few other things. I'm mm. like, I was a little bit skeptical. And then going into this ceremony with that migraine, I understand what it actually can do and the power behind it and the healing properties. And that's why that changed my whole perspective on what can be healed and what the body can do and, and the deep connection with the mind and body. I can't imagine. I, 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 I've only had the one experience so far and it was, it was, it's hard to really pin down what I got out of it. And I, a few things are, are a little more obvious, but for you to have like a, a, something that's been hurting you your whole life and is very much like, uh, more at least in control or or manageable yeah. uh, maybe like i don't know i don't want to put words in your mouth but like it's subtle it, it's, it's that's it if it's, it's like a one gone. or a two now yeah i feel like the next glass i drink it's gonna just fucking boot it <laughs> <up the floor. laughs> what's I, a migraine <laughs> get out of here i honestly feel that way and I, I maybe also that that creates the placebo effect where that that system actually fucking works so maybe that this belief system that i'm having is actually affecting the healing process too mm. you know I think it's big. I think that Bruce Lipton talks about that shit all the time, right? And uh, apparently he's a doctor. I don't know what he's a doctor of. Uh, scientist, research, whatever. He's a fascinating guy. I hope we can get him on. He's uh, We're in contact with his team, so we'll see. Nice. Yeah. We'll see. I forgot about that. Bruce Lipton, pe- people, uh, call him out. Tell him to join the Curious Chimps. Team. Family. Yeah. All right, let's get a little bit. Let's go down the rabbit hole a little bit. Get that spliff going. That's it, bro. Um, this This podcast is brought to you by the letter Weed. Listen, we're <laughs> one episode away from number fifty. That's it. When Chanel Fuck comes you, on, Fuck you, YouTube. When Chanel comes on, we're taking. We ain't monetized yet. <laughs> this is—it's an empty spliff, right? Allegedly. No, this is chamomile. What are you talking about? This is, <laughs> yeah, I'm, smoking, exactly. I'm smoking clove. So when Chanel comes on, we're gonna pop some drinks. We're gonna have some wine. We're gonna celebrate something. We're not gonna get into detail until she comes on, but. You never need a reason to celebrate. That's what I learned. Amen. Fuck it. I just realized I need an ashtray. Oh, there's cans over there. I got it. You got it? Oh, it's still a bit in here. I'll chug it down. You care? It's all good. This is another can. It's all yours, my brother. Mille grazie. Yeah. So a thousand Sam- thank yous. So, Sammy, let's get into this uh, crazy talk. Before you jump, you're talking about like different weeds affecting you. Like, yeah. I have been smoking weed for fucking 16 years or something stupid like that. I am. I have really only recently because of Amanda, the herbalist we had on, my my grade school friend. She's saying like, "What are you smoking?" Mm. And it's like I never really asked the question because I never felt a large difference. But now I go for like really strong, very much on the sativa side. It is a life changer. 
I think it, I'd be better this, off just not smoking weed, to be honest. How's the CBD content? Is it low? Uh, I don't know the... Because sometimes I see the percentages and I'm like, how is that a sativa? Like, I don't, I feel like I don't understand what's going on. Mm-hmm. I just don't know. Okay. Like, Google it. Fuck off. You know? <laughs> but, uh, if, like, I've been, I've been finding and smoking sativas for the last, like, two or three months. And it's, it's been so much easier to think and be alive. And I have less, like, all the paranoia, like, all the high THC vibes that mm-hmm. I get that you definitely get from, like, shatter and shit like that. It's just gone. There's probably a CBD content in there. Because That's, I remember smoking your CBD weed and, like, you almost don't get high, but you clearly are high. Yeah. Like I was like, no, I, I didn't. I thought I wouldn't get high because of yeah. the way you talk about this like adverse reaction to weed. Mm. So I was like, no, I'm stoned, but like, <laughs> but like it's good. Yeah, it's more physical. And yeah, it's it, not like a weight vest. It's like yeah. a hat. You're yeah, just yeah. like, okay, let's well, do well, this. Well put. And then I describe it kind of similar to hash. That that feeling where it's like that feeling of high minus the paranoia, anxiety, and all that jazz. That's it. That's exactly it. You're just a, it's just like a, it's a kinder smoke. <clears throat> anyway, just wanted to throw that in there. All right, so what's this, uh, is this like simulation theory shit? Are we going to talk you about science? You nailed it. Okay, good. <laughs> you nailed it. But um, I had three conversations in the last three days about simulation theory. Dude, I mean, this is the third one. The synchronicities. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Because I did too. I'm not even fucking with you. I had, it, uh, I had it two days ago, and then last night I briefly, and I'm like, I can't get into this tonight. <laughs> Let's get into it today. <clears throat> Before we go there. Smoke with us, babies. Yeah, light it up, join in, and put on your fucking seatbelts. Yeah, put on your fuck you shoes. Uh, Dance. <laughs> the, the chaos right now in the world is, is rampant. There's so much happening. There's so, man, there's so much finger pointing. There's so much uncertainties, unknowns. The chaos is chaos. But Big at the time. same time, and I'm seeing this more and more because... Uh, because of our podcast specifically, but also just the people I encounter on Facebook, psychologists, the the presence of psychedelics, and you're seeing it in documentaries now. It's, it feels like there's a real momentum behind it. The presence of plant medicines, while the, in the midst of all the chaos, it almost feels like it's like the plants know, and they're just reaching out to a wounded society. They're... Uh What's it called when you're like gathering the troops? You're retreating, like, or not even retreating, but not in a, no like a like 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 a yeah like the opposite of retreating. Like you're it's maybe maybe it's, it's like kind a of formation. tactical retreat, but yeah, you're exactly you're regrouping, mm. regrouping. Thank you, thank you, brain. <laughs> I got it. I got that. Yeah, and it it feels like there's there's a process happening above all of our minds. It's you know, and this process is nature. And we can uh, we can see nature operate, but we all kind of don't really know how this thing works. It's just this system that's been tested over time. And I think right now the natural forces that are happening are seeing that there's some chaos happening. There's there is ramifications of our actions in terms of environment mm. and whatever's going on. And energy is also part of it. And so in the midst, in the peak of all these things happening at once, there's like a surgence of psychedelic therapies coming out and research and papers. And you don't want any, right? No, I just good. feel weird not offering. I'm good, and uh, it's in, it's. We just talked about it. No, I don't want to get high <laughs> on a fucking podcast and all that. I mean, so, so one one day, yeah, we'll see. We'll we'll test your theories out about how you feel about. We'll get some strong THC. <laughs> we'll do it. So I, I I don't mean to cut you off, but like, so what you're 
what you're getting at is like humanity is growing up and like because of a drug trip essentially like we're like like all of humanity is having like a collective trip and like yeah. we're just using drugs more and, and more intelligent and earth, more on the plant medicine side yeah and or maybe fucking earth or nature or whatever is literally throwing the shoe at us like yeah. you used in the past podcast and it's like there is a solution to this chaos and I, like i sound a little bit preachy here but i really believe psychedelics have a huge role in our evolution and will probably take us to the next stage of wherever that fucking that 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 stage goes mm. but i think the themes behind psychedelic experiences for the most part not everyone but i would say 95% of reported cases of any type of use report back connectivity feeling unity feeling as one Seeing part of something bigger yes for and sure. the That's collective and seeing this is where it gets fucked up seeing e yourself in each person and most people talk about this when they do a mushroom trip or DMT or ayahuasca and what is I feel like I can explain that yeah please continue but what is happening right now is the division this feeling of separation the feeling of we're not connected we're not as a one team mm. we're us versus them in all aspects you're seeing it everywhere and the psychedelics offer the exact opposite lens and they're becoming rampant at the same fucking time. It's like they're hitting the peak. Mm. So we have the solution to, and it's, I feel like it's creating itself, isn't it? And I think whether we, we think we're directing it or not, I think it has its own agenda and it's coming through us the same way bees pollinate plants without even realizing it. They take the seed from one and go to the next. I mm. think psychedelics are using us as some type of pollination. They might not even know what they're doing. Maybe this you is know? just how like, fucking nature yeah. works. It's just it? a, like the, there was a, <clears throat> this is, this is, is going to sound a little off topic, but it makes sense. It'll make sense in the end. There was a guy wearing, um, like, you know, the sacred, like the spiral, like the, the Fibonacci thing, yes. like the fire ratio and everything. Like it's in, it's everywhere. It's everywhere. It's in nature. It's, it's, it's in your proportions. It's in the galaxy proportions. It's in everything. And it's like for some, sometimes you can choose to be amazed by that or you can just be like, yeah, duh. Like, like you can, you, it does, may me, as well for, be amazed. For me, it amazes the fuck out of me. I think I oscillate because I go like, oh, does that mean there's a, like an intelligent design? And it's like, does that matter? It's like there is an intelligence. It's not in the way, it's not a, maybe it's not like a free will intelligence, but there's like this purposeful, it's just, it's just shit bumping through it, uh, like bumping into each other, like over gajillion years and, and chaos just has to turn into order eventually. Yes. You know, so it's like you can use that as a demystification or as a mystification. Either way, you're demystifying. You just might feel a little smarter because you're peering behind the curtain, you know? Mm. But I don't know. Maybe it, you just through the chaos of a limited, infinite time. It's just multiple algorithms are working in evolution. And then this is the one that's just sticking and just spiraling through. And fractally speaking, <laughs> like the, this is an evolution for something else. And it might not be. I don't know. Maybe stuff just ends at a certain point or a certain wall. Like the, there maybe isn't a grander scheme or a maybe, destiny or a simulation. Yeah. Or but maybe hopefully that's, there is. But maybe that's the pinnacle. That's where the next stage happens or doesn't happen. It's mm. and we're at the pinnacle right now. How many species before us were at the top of the food chain that just fucking died out because they couldn't figure their shit out. And now we're we're, we're able to manipulate our environment enough to survive and adapt. But now our biggest threat is ourselves. And if we can get past that giant hurdle, what kind of world is it going to be? And I have no clue. But it, if that hurdle is assisted with psychedelics, I think we're going to be in some type of unified, connected world. I think that's the, the way to go. I think Terrence McKenna saw it that way also. 
you know like there's there's a necessity to to take everything and to take it in a holistic direction you know we need to test shit on animals sometimes you know if we can find a better way let's do it but like we also need to not cut the amazon down you know like there's some really basic shit on both sides and it's just it's there's a lot of one or the other vibe because like you know it's creating itself like we were saying before it's like siblings you know someone's suddenly born into your life and you're like five years old suddenly you're the responsible one you know then the the younger one becomes the less responsible one because they're the youngest and they have literally like three parents yeah not just the two and then and then that that like there's there's always that what's that what's that quote it's like if your father was a fireman you're either going to become a fireman or an arsonist <laughs> i like that yeah but that's it or the third option is get the fuck woke and and <laughs> i don't know break what. the powder yeah beat the matrix anyway yeah. and that's that's just the direction i think that's what's happening right now and it's it's incredible to see because i'm talk i spoke to a psychologist friend and she's she's never done any psychedelics in her life and she messaged me saying, hey, uh, I think you're on to something. We just had a meeting. She works for Mindspace. And she's like, we just had a meeting about psychedelic therapy, and we're going to start including it into our practice, ketamine specifically. Mm. But that's the, for- that's the, the one in the front right now. But yeah, that one scares me because people are like injecting ketamine into people intramuscularly. And it's like, it's like a painkiller. So like someone's at a hospital, and it's like this person just decides to use ketamine to numb this person's pain. And now they're having a fucking trip, with a with a professional with them. It's a little the the, the but, environment. But I'm saying they, yeah. there wasn't a professional yeah, before. Yeah, like you yeah. were in a hospital, you yeah. like you hurt yourself, and they decide to give you <laughs> ketamine for some reason. And now you're having a full on fucking psychedelic experience. And set and setting are probably garbage. You know, my one of my clients, she's an anesthesiologist, and she told me one of her patients had like some severe surgery. So he asked her for like like make sure i don't feel any of this and then when he woke up after he's like thank you for whatever you gave me thank you. like he praised her he's like that was the best experience of my life so it was probably ket- she didn't tell me what it was but <laughs> it was probably ketamine and a bunch of fucking or at a high level dose of ketamine yeah what a fucking weird drug put you into the spirit world as you're getting your physical body operated on <laughs> yeah it's like hey you got you missed this spot like you're just yeah. <laughs> you're floating above so this so that's basically my observation of what's happening right now is the as the chaos is ma- is fucking climbing that mountain, I feel like there's a, a solution riding the same train on the opposite end, com- well, the, uh, literally meeting it at the top of the mountain. Necessity is the mother of invention. I feel like a record. I feel like I just <laughs> learn. I remember smart things people said and I repeat it. <laughs> isn't that <what laughs> which isn't bad? Doing? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, that's pretty much ev- all information. <laughs> yeah, good point. But anyway, it, it's amazing to see because. While this chaos is happening, people, the COVID is a psychedelic trip in its own, you know, the world, what describes a psychedelic trip for you? For me, it describes it as the world that you thought was isn't anymore. And then it's like stripped away from you and you have to navigate in this, this foggy uh, environment that you have no fucking experience in. Mm. And you kind of have to find yourself in the process and you can go into the scary parts, you can go in the happy places, but you're literally just an open wound try to navigate back to safety yeah no we've talked about psychedelic experience on the podcast a lot and it's definitely in a general sense it's a forced perspective forced perspective or loss of any forced perspective so then there's this kind of again a holistic thing view all of a sudden like a helicopter view Mm -hmm. bird's eye view whatever anyway yeah so this this experience what's happening in the world right now is a giant 
psychedelic trip where the world you thought was is stripped away and you're kind of navigating through the chaos and that's where plant medicines are going to be shining through because now people have questions and I have people hitting me up allegedly for DMT ceremonies that I would never have thought would ever even think of something doing like this. So mm, that's, that's always interesting when someone comes out of the woodwork and it's like, yo, you? Yes. Wow. That's what I'm <laughs> saying, man. And they, 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 they talk about it because they heard like a guy like a Mike Tyson talking about it. So that's where I'm seeing like this. It's gone mainstream. But Abort. That's, but that's the pollination. <laughs> that's the pollination. And that's what Greg Lake spoke about. The right person doing these experiences and coming out about it can be the factor of change. And mm. a guy like Mike Tyson, where someone's a huge boxing fan or whatever, sees that Mike Tyson had like a spiritual awakening by doing the toad and mm. goes, what the fuck? Mike Tyson? And then starts to get curious. Mm. What is he talking about? I've been idolizing him. What has he been talking about? I'm curious too. That's and what happened to meditation. Everyone does TM now. It's fucking weird. <laughs> that's it. But this, that's what I'm saying, man. I feel like the plant medicine knows what's going on. It's just, it's just, it's making its way. Well, it's funny that the chaos born of the order that we are is now relying on the, cha like the order born of chaos, which is the plants. <laughs> but there, it's not a coincidence either because we kind of like co-evolved. Yeah. We just forget. We forget we're part of the system. We really we, do. We keep saying, I don't even know. I don't even hear it. It's like not maybe because I'm high or something. I'm just like, yeah, man. Yeah. High on chamomile. <laughs> yeah, it just yeah. gets me so high. It makes me feel really good. I love smoking chamomile. Weed's legal. What am I hiding it for? <laughs> In this beautiful part of the world, but not everywhere, unfortunately. Yeah, now. well, natural Suckers. law will catch you eventually. Natural law will catch you, man. But yeah. that's it. We forget we're part of the system. We forget we're excluded from nature. You know, I think... We forget we're not excluded from nature. You said Yeah, yeah, we, we, <laughs> we forget we're not excluded from nature. And it's so funny because I think when we forget that, we're just not aware of what's actually happening. And if you can just kind of like bird's eye view it and observe it, you're seeing... Like if you looked at the society as like a... If you can see everything like a, a heat map of psychedelics, the heat map of chaos, you would see it's like two blobs are forming and they're kind of meshing into each other, but... We're in it, so it's hard to really see it. But when you separate, it's like, holy fuck, there's chaos, but there's solutions, and it's all kind of molding. It's funny because if you, I, I'm trying to play out this heat map thing, and it looks like a yin yang. It's a fucking yin yang. There's like a, there's like a blob and then a circle. Yeah. There's like a, there's like a, this is weird. We got to fight this, and it's happening on both ends. Yeah. But there's a, there's a place where they meet and have to mingle, and that's the kind of. And tale. they both have each other in it, right? The yeah. black has the white, and the white has the black. And they're dancing together in this spiral. It's like a storm. It looks like a, or a galaxy. All right, we did it. <laughs> <laughs> this will be our last podcast. <laughs> Everything's everything else. Just shut up and love everybody. Yeah, man. And die with some fucking smiles. And now for the fun part. So. It's already been fun so far. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't even know how to really word this, but we'll try but I was thinking about the simulation theory and the idea that this is, okay, this is totally wacky. So it's not, it is and it isn't. There's I'm no, there, there's no uh, evidence or any basis. So people don't quote me on saying that I'm full of shit or whatever. I'm just fucking, we're at stoner talk right now. I'm going to comment you're full of shit now. Me. You're going you're gonna to agree <laughs> with me the whole way. Probably. But. Dang it. Let's say there is a simulation. I so love to argue. Yeah, we're let's say we're in our simulation right now. All right, 
And we're going under the premise that the simulation was created from the beings of the future. Okay. okay. So future humans. Future humans created the simulation. So we're a big Jupiter planet that's just playing out ancestral movies. Pretty yeah. Much. Okay. okay. Based on the information they had, and they just running the simulation on all the organic material, just going. I think what's happening in the in the future realm or the future people that created the simulation, I think something went wrong. Something went wrong. They're reaching the end. Like something they fucked up. Something in the timeline of humanity. They messed up, but they have the technology to create simulations to see where exactly went wrong, and they can create infinite amount of simulations until they get it right to save the future. So I think what's happening right now is that we're just, maybe every morning you wake up into a new simulation, a new alternative, the other one fucking died, you, like, you went to bed at the world end, and you're going to the next one. And they're observing oh. this. They're observing this. And That's such a good tag for this already. <laughs> Let's keep going. Yeah, and they're observing this in some type of techno technology that we can't even comprehend, but they're observing this, trying to figure out the right series of algorithms that save their fucking future because they know it's coming to an end. They can't time travel. Maybe they figured out that time travel isn't possible or it's too energy fucking... So this is the next best thing. Create all, a shit ton of simulations that are mathematically going to lead to the ending, whether it's... They have the whole world mapped out in an equation and these simulations are basically proving the equation either correct or false and false is death correct is we did it what's interesting is that mean that uh, that would mean that we are in a predetermined world because it's it's a machine that's plugged in with certain parameters because it's going to create a certain future which is their present yes. so it's going to run so that, the, the simulation exactly and yeah. then it's going to then they're going to be like okay what comes next or how do we make it better next but like that hasn't that's we're living we think we're alive but we're just <laughs> We're just that booting up. We're just yeah. that processing. <laughs> and, but, but it's so complex that like that spiritual side of being alive enters and we we like know that we know. Like we're here. Yeah. And we're like, whoa. But it's it's, it's to just them running. it's literally like ones and zeros or something. Mm. Yeah. And I th that's what I think is going on right now. <laughs> and I think it's like you look at the chaos. You have like a fucking Donald Trump and Joe Biden going at it for the fucking king of the throne. And like they're like getting closer to where they found what was wrong. And like that's where the simulation is <laughs> kind of ramping up. And they're like, okay, now we, okay, we're here. Like this, maybe where there's like seven simulations left that are actually made it close or they're watch observing it right now. Like all the other ones faded and died. They fucked up. Yeah. And these are like the seven that they have left. They're like, okay, we got to figure out how to. And they're just observing how it plays out. And then I see, I see, you know, you see what I mean? It's yeah, like, yeah. So there, we're literally like, who knows? Maybe we're the last of the simulations just playing out and we're getting closer to where they are right now. <laughs> uh, maybe we're not, but it just feels like it's ramping up because it is. But it's like the bottom of the mountain. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> like all oh, the Donald Trump. That's like thousands of years ago. We got to exactly, go, we got to speed yeah. this fucking thing up. Exactly. The way I'm picturing it. But oh, like, man, that's really me, cool to. I, yeah, I was having this thought the other what day. What is that noise? Oh, she's just uh, digging her hole. So, um, anyway, I had this this thought. I think I was driving at the time, and it was just like those. You know, you ever get those information downloads where you just pause? Yeah, and you're like, oh, <laughs> and it's just like the vortex comes in. It's and like it, a movie plays or something, like an explosion in your brain. I picture it like the idea was already yeah. there, and you're like, <laughs> oh, yes, oh. and that would be. <gasps> You know, it's like it just. Tick, 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 tick. I picture it as the, your first depiction of, of our logo, where the chimp's eyes rolled back and his his mouth is open, and like everything's being downloaded. Like that's what I picture now. It's like, excuse me, and then and then you get put back, and you're like, oh, I understand. Yeah. <laughs> 
yeah so i was i was so excited to bring this up to you on the podcast because uh, i'm like holy fuck like obviously there's it no felt right yeah yeah and there's no way of proving any of this like you're uh, i got the you chills got the, yeah, oh yeah the, the hair was bumps. in the back of the neck and oh yeah that's always a nice sign of like i'm thinking of something that gets me aroused <laughs> or it's like this is this is a download yeah something else something is going hmm <laughs> and then you're like, oh, I know this now. Yeah. Reaction. <laughs> but it, it coincides with so many things because spiritual texts talk about this is like the, the end of the Kali Yuga, for example. Like this is the end of the burning of the, I think it's the masculinity and we're entering into the femininity. I'm not even sure. I, From a societal perspective, that's yeah. definitely true. I think in the Kali too, because what's, do you know what's the next I one? think we've been there for a while and are actually finding, going towards a balance again. I think well, we're bouncing back. it goes through the four cycles, right? So yeah. there's Kali and then it restarts to... Oh, I don't remember the names. Yeah, I wish I always forget them. I just remember Kali Yuga because uh, there's a, what well, friend, I don't, an acquaintance, a, good, a really good yoga teacher in Laval and he has a Kali Yuga yoga. Mm. Fucking love his classes. Nice. Definitely. If you live around there, check it out. So, so you have that literally saying it's coming to an end soon. We're ending, we're reaching the end of the Kali Yuga. You have the mind calendar, which was like this, yeah. this shift, like in 2012, where there's something's going to happen. We all thought it was the end of the world because that's what was like the mainstream storyline that sold a lot of movies and all that kind of shit. Could just be an astronomical cycle or a shift. and then an astrological cycle as yeah. well. If you like, if you attach those. Yeah. But so why is every text? Like the the Mayans and the the Kali Sanskrit, yeah. Why That's like these are not related? Uh, and even in the Jewish religion, they were talking about like these are like this is like the moments before the Messiah. They've been saying that for thousands of years that the Messiah is coming, but they're saying that this specific timeline is very. Um, this is a big spiritual moment in the Jewish religion. Like this is they believe the Messiah can come at any moment. So you have cool. yeah, it's actually really interesting. So you have that, you have the the Mayans, you have the Aztecs, you have the Sanskrit texts, and then probably every other fucking text has something about these times, and they're all speaking about some type of awakening. So dope, yeah. <laughs> Maybe I don't. Let's know. all be Jesus. Mm. Let's all be Jesus now. Why isn't life like a Disney movie? I just want to break out into song more. It should be. Not no blasph no blaspheming though for for legits like the like Paul Selig style like uh, it's like Christ is a thing like it was a guy maybe who cares if you're into that go for it kudos more power to you but uh, be it yeah that's it or work towards being it you know no pressure we're all human or live by live by whatever resonates with you but he's a great example you know yeah. He's an, if you take away the religious aspect and you just look at him as a person and what he was representing. Religion is not bad in itself. It's the control aspect. Well, that's it's even it. embedded in the word and the origin of the word. That's the to, problem. To with regulate. The, that's the human ego that, that took over the, all these systems. Maybe intentionally, maybe not intentionally. Who knows? You know, But when you remove all that attachment and you just look at it for what it is, it is very beautiful. You know, uh, like I'm a Jewish. That's where I, my, my family's Jewish. And I'm talking about Jesus as a beautiful figure, you know, like the, my family would be turning right now. <laughs> but, uh, excuse me? <laughs> but the message is pure. What, what he's saying is like, you have the potential of being God. Your God is within you. And think of that in terms of a power structure threat. Like if you're a king with, a, with, a, with an army and it everyone... It doesn't work can, with, the, with the greed model. No. And you have a bunch of illiterate peasants that you can pretty much just write the texts or teach them the text of, of your scope of lens that to continue that control system because the early days they barely can read you know to read you were like a wealthy or a royalty yeah so 
easy to control. We had Jay on there, the round table there, yeah. like the full on conspiracy podcast. Yeah. I can't wait to do another one for like, I, I was, I, I hated the idea at first because it's like, it's just exhausting, just yeah. to, like in that introvert energy kind of way, but I, I'm looking forward to it. But he, oh, I forgot what I was going to say now. Damn you, drugs. But yeah, yeah but, but the, the, these things were hijacked for control, you know? Yeah. But that being said, back to simulation. Is this the possibility, Sammy? Is this what's happening? I know it is. And that's why I have trouble caring about anything. <laughs> like Rick, Rick Sanchez style. Like <laughs> before that show ever came out. I literally am just like, everything is brain into that shit. And it's kind of like the, the nihilistic side of solipsism. Maybe you shouldn't ask me, you know, now that I'm thinking out loud. <laughs> I'm going to scare you a little bit. Go. What if you're the guy? You're the Neo. I'm Jesus. You're- I knew it. I shouldn't have cut my hair. Fuck. <laughs> but you're the Neo that they're like, fuck, he's not waking up. He's still, he's just <laughs> fucking off because he knows it's a simulation. We need him to realize it. Well, that was fun though, because Neo, <laughs> Neo ends up being part of the, the simulation. You know, it's like, well, the he, fact- he was the, he, what, what, was he the, he wasn't the order. He was the chaos. He was, the, he was the pinch off of the chaos. The, the, the AI was like, uh, that was the order. They're like, hey, we're trying to make this thing that works perfectly, and and the more perfect we try to make it, the less it, the the less it works. So that we gotta kind of like fuck it up on purpose to make it more human. But then there's this glitch, which is like this guy who's just like a god in the fucking matrix, sort of. It's hard, it's convoluted, and I'm and I'm butchering it. But then he's like, they're they're like, okay, we know this has to happen for it to work. So we're just gonna put another level of control so that like we're controlling that too mm. it just easy peasy fucking lemon squeezy and the the he's still the one at the end but it's like anyone can have made the choice he made that's the point is that he still chooses to sacrifice himself is that the lesson i gotta watch those movies again yeah it's been a while I anyway think. fuck you bro i'm not the one we're all the one I am but one man jesus said that shit back or someone our, in the back bible. to our conversation though we're all of one I'm just, we're, me saying you're the one is triggering your ego, but what I'm saying is we're all it of is. the one. <laughs> Get out of my head. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm not the one. It's like, actually, you are, maybe, but like, we all are. Maybe It's the, not that no one's the one. Maybe it is, is realizing the subjects, realizing they're in the simulation and then acting accordingly to find the solution. That's what, I don't know. I get all this from yoga, from Buddhism. From It's just like, look, all of this is bullshit. Chill out. That's, that's, you boil it all down, it's it's literally that. Yeah. I mean, or maybe chill out can be expanded to like, just like try to make yourself and other people suffer less because that's the only bummer is bummer, bummers. <laughs> like it's yeah. the, what, everything else is just fluctuating nonsense. It just boils down to choices and concepts. The, the concepts that we use to understand the world, which is in itself a kind of choice. And then the choices in between those concepts. It's that's, if you like, I, I'm reductionist. Yeah. I think that's kind of my problem. Help, help me. But <laughs> Someone help. Use the internet. That's an easy concept to just throw out there, but to practice that is the hard part. You know, I don't have a choice. Everything seems pointless. The practice isn't going and is seeing isn't seeing the point. Isn't seeing the fact that there is no point, and you're just making point. Like you are a point maker. But to get to that state is already so difficult for a lot of people. Which one? The everything's bullshit thing. Yeah. But. And that's where it's psych- fact. It's fact because you have, you've come to that realization. Yeah. But for some people, they're so no. My point is my fucking job. My point is this. My my fucking soccer team. Fuck you. You know, like that's they're like in the caught up in that in that 
fire. Mm. You know, you're kind of out of it and in it, so you can kind of jump back in and out. Being out of it is my in it. Yeah. It's actually but, but you really have those, you have those lens. Okay. Yeah. Whereas, that just happens to be the thing. And that could be that's years of your yoga, your meditation and psychedelic use that, that kind of assisted in that perspective. That is what it, happened. It did for me. And yeah. I'm thinking I love the, these kinds of conversations. Yeah, I'm thinking because imagine this: you're you're the guy, a person of the future, and you're like, okay, we're gonna Done. we're gonna we're gonna design a society that will mathematically work forever. Like there is an equation that will be true regardless of how much you scale it. Yeah. Okay. So they boom, we have the equation. Let's test it. Punch it into the simulation. Let's see which one works. And boom, simulation after simulation, they're seeing society grow, fall, or whatever to find the perfect mixture that they're going to live by in the future. Yeah. That's the, maybe that's what the, we're the fuck in right now. <laughs> that's what I can't get, can't stop thinking about and going back to that same conclusion. What if it's like a Toy Story situation and they don't even know that we think we're alive? I mean, like, by all intents and purposes, we are alive, for all intents and purposes. We're conscious, that's for sure. There's some type of awareness. The there's fact an, that there's we're enough complexity in the simulation for us to feel like we're conscious within the context of the simulation. Yeah. Outside of the simulation, but what we if that was to exist? What if that was programmed in the universe? What if that was just programmed in that that this, the the subjects could self become self aware? Yeah. Who's that? Who's that philosopher who was like, like if if there's if there's like a a lord of your life of any kind, then you just can't believe anything because because even your like ability to believe is in question. Your mm. memories, everything. And then there's that, like, uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson plays with that in a physical way because he thinks, like, if the universe just came into, like, existence the way it is now, we would never understand or know what that means because all the memories would come in as well. Like, we would just blink into existence as we are, and that could have happened. Like, there's a rational, physical sort of explanation for why the whole universe might just be a couple of days old. It's like, we don't know. Time is a really weird and relative thing. Anyway. Just getting a little, uh, but that's fun. Like, what if it's like Toy Story, man? They don't know we're in here. <laughs> they're just like, they're like, like some some crazy scientist. Maybe they lost like, control of it. A... They lost control. <laughs> it's just like, like the button broke, and it just it simulations are just. <laughs> <laughs> and if, the get, button, but like we're picturing like a thing that can generate that amount of complexity can well, we're probably talk- do it like ten times over. We're talking. Like we're, in, we're in real life. We're living in like a seconds. Yeah. In like the in the. The over universe or the the prime. If you let's say if the you prime use universe. like the the calendar of the universe and compare ourselves to it, we're like milliseconds. Yeah, yeah. it's like reboot. Yeah. you know, they're like, oh, I have all a second to do that, and it's like because they live in a computer, they make the joke that the, a second is a day. Like where we could just be the electrical impulses of a fucking planet-sized computer <laughs> that is d- doing a completely different task, but we are the byproduct of it. Mm. We're like the farts of a of like a god thought. Yeah, that's a t-shirt right there. <laughs> We're the farts of a god thought. Sammy Shubba. <laughs> yeah, man. I did it. I can die now. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> we are God's farts. It's fun. It's all a dog's dream or whatever that joke is. I can't get sh- I can't shake this off my head, man. The, out of my head. This is Why just... should you? The, there's such a uh like a usefulness in the in like the realm of existential comfort <laughs> or or crisis <laughs> to think about death to think about the fact that your like time is limited if you think about like everything isn't what you think it is like it's like a this meta death 
you know, like the universe is like a transient thing. When you have that perspective, it does take off a lot of pressure. You know, it does, it does liberate you from a lot of fears, you know, not to the point where you can just start doing crazy chaotic things. Some people can, you know, if that's their thing. They can walk on crazy ledges off giant buildings and just do pull-ups. I did that once. I don't know the, the pull-ups? fuck came over me. Not the pull-ups. I didn't hang off. Walking on a ledge? You're a psycho. Dude, I'm afraid of heights. But I taught, I taught a yoga class. I was in India and I was like a good 25 feet up, 20 feet up. It's not like I'd live. Okay. So it's... No, I'm 25. I'm talking, about, I'm it talking three, sky rises. It's like, like three stories. I'm talking sky rises with those wings. No, no, that's a... I mean, past a certain... There's a point of diminishing return, you know? Like, you're <laughs> you're probably going to die past a certain... Where the percentage of death is actually higher than percentage of survival. That's a scary thought. Yeah. But and then you can jump out of an airplane and it's the same thing because of terminal velocity. That's always fascinated me. People have lived from that. Sorry, the drugs are taking over. Yeah. <laughs> Focus. Help me. What were we talking about? Simulation set. No, but we were getting, some, we were going into something in that. Um, Probably, yeah. The, having that, having <laughs> that in the background of my thoughts in terms of navigating through life. Oh yeah, and then I started talking about how it's like a, it's like a, a second death or like a deeper death. Yeah, you know, it's like, is it though? Because I'm still the thing that I experience everything through. That's the only real death I got to worry about. Well, the death of of the story. That's the only death that you know of. Yeah. The death of Sammy, the death of Nathaniel, the death of the listener. That's the only death where our our scope of perspective can go. But once I get out of that death, I'll be like, all death is bullshit. If I just become some like 5D thing and I'm like, oh, I just woke up into like a greater consciousness and I'm fine with it. Like that part, well, it's just an ignorance that died. It wasn't even a it. consciousness. Well, it's the ego that died. It's the shell. It's yeah. the story. And then I'm like, well, I'll, I'll, I'll gladly die and become some eighth dimensional thing too. Like now I know how it works. Like, But I think that's <laughs> the purpose of this is that at some point, at some form, we need to experience this, this death and in terms of our growth. And it's like some people are so attached to the story where the death is going to be the hardest thing. And others are just like, I know, like... Enlightenment. It's the easiest thing. Yeah. It's like In the closest thing to enlightenment is like uh, when I, like Matthew had a great story about his friend who passed away with cancer. He was serving ayahuasca up until that day. And he spoke to Matthew and said like, Wednesday I'll be transitioning. I'll be, I'll be gone. So if any, any last wisdom asked me, and that was like a Friday. So imagine that he knew to the exact moment when he was going and he did on the Wednesday, he just faded away. So to me, that sounds like the closest thing to enlightenment, at least in, in that in that sense, with coming to terms with your death. Yeah, it's like, a, I mean, there's these illusions of mastery that come with it. Like, oh, how did he know he was going to die? But it's like, he did just like lock into something, like uh, got out of the way in some like really fundamental sense. Fully came of it. His acceptance was so powerful. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. You ever think about enlightenment, folks? You ever feel it? You ever talk about it till you feel like your body's shaking out of fucking? Maybe it is. Maybe when you pass, you literally just take off the fucking simulating goggles and say, "Okay, that one didn't work. Go into the next one." <laughs> Maybe. And that's like we we've because the simulation's been running for so long, we've formed stories of reincarnation, and and we've kind of it's you know it's a stupid movie, but have you ever watched Sausage Party or whatever it's called? Uh, oh yeah yeah you know like it's a rough movie it's it's got good moments sure when he like encountered the elders 
the elder foods who had no expiration date or whatever, and they're talking about the the beyond. It's like maybe we have like little remnants. <laughs> they have like little remnants, <laughs> and that's us. Or just like little realizations about the simulation. Like, oh, there's more ab- above. It's reincarnation. You're going in, but it's just like a silly concept to them. But to us, it's so meaningful. You know? Yeah, it's like I always think about the. Um, I'm trying to think of like a. a like packaged buzzword, but like the, like let's say ancient civilizations and the kind of like alien influence or maybe a, just a higher technological or spiritual or magical fucking thing, you know, that like this great influencing thing. And we're really just like a fucking golem, you know, we're just like these things that were made for a purpose mm. and then they bounce and we're just here and we're just like trying so hard to figure out life. And it's like, you're like, you're so you're like the you're like some weird like uh like a backsplash karma of like some god entity thing that is not even god it's like in physical reality mm. and it might be some planet sized brain or some fucking anunnaki like magic spiritual technological thing that tra- time travels and <laughs> makes monkey clone lizard people and farms gold and anyway i'm going to stop Google it. <laughs> <laughs> this just sparked a new thought. Maybe the world isn't coming to an end. Maybe this is the code. So from from we spoke about this in previous podcasts from the beginning of time, beginning of the the Big Bang, mm. our code was forming, you know, in stardust and whatever and uh, into the eventually into the planet that just got smashed by asteroids over and over again until finally some type of life form was able to procreate and grow and up until right now into us, like boom, that code is go. Can, if you can go back, if we have the technology to look at that code all the way back, we can source it to a point of start. So what if like in some weird sim- future, you're at God state or whatever, but in order to get that, you have to see exactly how your code got there. And that, so we're just experiencing the whole lineage of the code. And that's like, to achieve God's state, you have to understand your past completely from, from start to finish. Mm. So <laughs> we're literally just, who knows how far we're into our timeline? It's like a, you're going you're going in the direction of like a school vibe a little bit now. Yeah, I but I that <clears throat> that's been a thought of mine for a while is that the simulated realities would be the best education. I like I, we've talked. You're right. We have talked about that, and I fell in love with that. I kind yeah. of forgot about it because it's mixing the simulation idea and the school idea, and it's like what it like. That's kind of what I like about spirituality. Like it doesn't have to be this weird woo woo magic thing that's extra. You know, like it's it's just what's happening in real life, in physical life. But like you can't see it, touch it, smell it, but it's happening. You know, and, and if you mix that, like if you learn about yoga and you go into the philosophies, it's just talking about simulation theory. <laughs> it's like, yo, this is all bullshit. <laughs> Everything's God. Yeah. You're not even really here. You just think you are because <laughs> of how your ego works. And they get deep into how that works. And it, some of it's a little odd sometimes in terms of modern psychology but a lot of it is very applicable a lot of it a lot a lot a lot a lot of it and then you look at i remember in my path it was like 2011 i was starting to look into spirituality in 2010 actually and i was reading the kabbalah and it was saying all these yoga yogoic yogoic yogic yogic yeah. uh principles but this is under the lens of kabbalism uh, judaism and it was saying that your desire is an empty cup that will never fill and you will cr- you will fill your cup of desires and then it will slowly empty and then you'll have more desires so we're stuck in this yeah. ego realm and this is the kabbalah talking and i'm like holy shit this is insane and I, it kind of just shifted me a little bit 
And then uh, the yoga was like, it continued that shift. It kept turning the page and I'm, I'm observing that we aren't our bodies, we aren't our minds, we are more, but we are under the illusion. Hmm. And maybe that's the fucking education system. It's just, we're living these simulated realities where, to the point where we don't know, like, it's like an Alan Watts where you forget you're in the simulation and to come back as you realize it's all bullshit and that love is the answer and all that kind of stuff. I guess if you knew there'd be no stakes. It's like playing uh, poker without money. Yeah, it's just, just not like, the same uh, thing. Yeah, I'm all in. But maybe that was the early <laughs> education. Maybe the, like, the early stages of you joining into the simulation school, it was like grade one, okay, you're going to be a fucking celebrity. You're going to have a million bucks, uh, a billion bucks, whatever. You're going to fucking party it up for the rest of like. And then so they're, they're living these insane lives that most of us idolize now. And it's, that might just be like a grade one or just fucking <laughs> button smashing or just like completely in control of the whole game. We've said that on the podcast yeah. also. And like, if you had the easiest, best, like, most and maybe we're idolizing life. it because we're like, you know, the el- older people sometimes idolize the youth because the youth have it so easy without the responsibilities, and it's just like a fresh start. So maybe like we're <laughs> we're idolizing celebrities, like, oh, it's such an easy life because well, I'm such a fucking hard game right now. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> So my fuck, man, my head is exploding. Imagine you die and take the goggles off, like you're saying, and then you're like, oh, that poor uh, Oprah. Yeah. She's got it hard, you know, she's got a long road ahead. <laughs> yeah, it's like the reverse. It's the reverse. It's literally, oh, fuck, he has so much ahead of him. Yeah. Wow, that's a mind fuck, Sammy. I like that. That's funny. It, that's so crazy, man. There's a, there's a million little possibilities like that. If you just have that, that's what's fun about like the, the idea of simulation. That, like if you have layers of simulation, then you can really distort reality. And why not use that as a tool? Why not turn it into a school? Why not turn it into some kind of factory? It, I think it's just going to have to, it's going to happen naturally, especially with what's going on in the world. It's like eventually the technology is going to come up, come up to the, to the predictions and it's going to live to that example. And then why not do a simulated reality like that? If you're a marine biologist and you can put on the goggles or the suit or whatever and then all of a sudden you're in the fucking depths of the ocean observing a shark and able to take pieces off of it and look at it, imagine that type of um, knowledge that you're going to attain instead of looking at a textbook. I think of things like textbooks and stuff is like, it's like the Palm Pilot of education. It's like, mm. it's like clunky, it works, but it's, it's hard to really relate. But it's then, definitely like a younger stage yes. of, of what a lot, of, like a better way that a lot of people would learn. Exactly. A and lot then, of more people are hands-on. Yeah, so, but even the people that say they're not hands-on where they can read and regurgitate and it's not, there's always this feeling that they know, but there's like a, there's something missing. Any human, I'm sure, will agree that they're they're solidifying that information a lot. Like a knowledge base is important. Yeah, that's been proven. But where do for they, some things? Where do they get the the real lessons? Is when they have that knowledge base in experience. When you get your hands dirty. Yes. An ounce of practice is worth a ton of theory. Now imagine this. I remember that, kids. Yeah. <laughs> imagine also, this. Also, why are you watching this? You can go into the simulated reality where it's. Five minutes of your physical time, but in that simulated reality, you've studied that entire textbook in physical. You've dissected the entire shark mm. in five minutes span in physical reality, but in the simulation, it maybe took a full year. You 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 looked at every piece. There's instructor explaining, but yeah. you already know it's a five minute. I hate to touch them on the Matrix again, but you're literally talking that's, about the. Well, that's when he downloaded I know kung fu. I, yeah, I know jujitsu. That's true. You do. <laughs> no, no, that's what he said. No, he says I know kung fu. Wasn't jujitsu? No, bro. You're just you're just I'm gonna, pretending. We're that. gonna fact check this after the show, dude. I am. Um, I will bet a million dollars. I'll I will bet, bet money. That I million don't dollars have. right now. 
you're gonna give me a million dollars no you know what i don't even need to i know he says i know kung fu we're not betting on anything no no you don't have to give me money i'll give you a million dollars if he doesn't say i know kung fu and if i if he doesn't you don't have to give me anything okay you heard it here fellas fuck okay we're locking this in contract verbal agreement handshake it's been done i'm not afraid at all can't wait for this mill you're gonna be waiting but but yeah but that's that's basically the matrix right that premise but that's a possibility Especially, and you see it in Black Mirror too. I don't know if you watch Black Mirror. And Dollhouse. It was a good show as well. Hmm. Just like being able to, and then like, oh, I know this now. Let's uh, rewind a little bit. Another thing that gave me to this, brought me to this realization was I had a conversation with a friend about um, someone who, uh, Ron Jeremy, you know Ron Jeremy, the porn star? He's facing potential 200. Sure. He's, <laughs> who's that guy? <laughs> No, who so, is <laughs> so he, I don't want to get into his case. It's all allegedly he's still defending himself in court. But oh, you, I remember I saw that. Yeah, yeah. it's fucked up. But yeah, if you yeah, want, yeah. if you want to go down that lane, just look at what he did. He's getting me tooed hard. Yeah, and I mean for a good reason. Fuck, if bro. it's true, if it's true, I I'm gonna. But it's it's like it. You almost just feel like it is because it's like it what, seems that way. Look at the industry he was in and yeah. the time he was in that industry. Like you know, like it's not even his fault. But like, hey man, if you fucked up, you you got to. You it, might get snapped, bro. When you really I mean, look into his it, fault. It's, it's his fault, but it, it's not his fault. You know what I mean? Like it goes into more that it's it's definitely his fault if it's true. But the, it's not the point I want to get into. Yeah. Moving I sh- on. <laughs> I want to say that he's facing up to 250 years. So I had this conversation with my friends. Imagine, because they have these laws that say, oh, you're doing like 700 years, like absurd laws for like... Yeah, these triple life sentences. For, for someone shit. who did like an unheard of crime. Yeah. Now, what if they get to a point where you can actually serve those time, that, that time? Wasn't there this like kind of... Buzzy article a few months ago. The pill that that distorts time. Uh, yeah, it was like it's like people were they were they were trying to kind of like hone in on a psychedelic so they can make people feel like they did like like you know these thousand years. Yeah, that's fucking it. Yeah, <laughs> so that I remember reading that that was a few years ago. But and I'm rem- like, yeah, that's ayahuasca or, or what? I was like, yeah, that would work totally. You're just like, what has happened? It, like I've, I've lived a hundred years. Like you just have that yeah. feeling. But that same technology for simulation to teach you about the the shark and dissect the shark can be and distort the time from five minutes to feeling to actually being a, five minutes to feeling like a whole year. Mm. So if they have that technology for school, they can have that for the prison systems. So that Ron Jeremy can yeah. serve the 250 years. But then you're just brain dead. But that's my friend said. He's like, you're just going to short circuit the brain <laughs> and just come out like this. They sh- they showed that in Black Mirror also, like the guy yeah, was who just was getting electrocuted forever, and he was like, he was just kind of done. Or maybe they're gonna. It's going to be like the new, new, um, like this is going to be like, there's going to be some fucking people that are just going to short circuit, but they're going to use them as, as guinea pigs till they figure out what's an actual sentence that can be mm. given that won't fuck you up, but will be, uh, just. What if they make it so you kind of can't short circuit? And so then you're always kind of short circuiting and you're, you're just like, ah, <laughs> I can't even lose my mind yeah. and be free of this. That's the scary part of it because. That was in Black Mirror also. Yeah. Imagine that though. You're in prison and you look at the guy next to you. It's a simulated prison and you're like, How long are you in for? He's like, I'm thirty years in. What's your sentence? Mm-hmm. Two thousand years. <laughs> <laughs> it also somehow feels like it's the first day every day, but oh. I don't want to talk about it. Fuck, that's a scary thought. There was a movie on Netflix also where it's like you take a like a you put like drops in your eye and it's like some kind of pharmaceutical psychedelic and but like you are a hundred percent it's like this very complexly designed drug. So you literally feel like you're in solitary confinement for like five years or something. Jeez. And then like the movie's cool because it's like you like you can kind of like beat the matrix. You can like fight through it because you know it's not real and you you mm. like I don't know, like you can wake up maybe or you can I don't remember the the, the movie, but like mm. it, it was it was very terrifying because 
the people making it were just like, we have to test this sort of <laughs> like, and I, I won't. There's, there's going to be guinea pigs. Yeah, I don't want to ruin it because it was kind of a cool movie. I don't remember what it's called though, so I so I can't even direct people to it. But just it type "I drop psychedelic movie." <laughs> yeah, or uh, that is a weird so, sound. Yeah, my dog likes to stay in the studio, and she's uh she's a cop apparently. She, whoop, whoop, yeah, whoop. she's in the simulation yep. right now. Oh, is that what's happening? <laughs> but yeah, man. That's the scary side of uh, this technology that I think we're going to... It's inevitable that we're going to reach a state of technology if we don't kill ourselves that we can recreate an environment that is identical to this one. It's because like a new level of torture. I don't think we're going to go there. Anyway, keep going. Well, I mean... I hope not. If that's where education goes, that technology can be used for every industry, for video games, for... Um, for uh, Watching sporting events, you can literally be in a simulated stadium because especially now with this whole social distancing, if this market is like this for the next 10 years, that's where the VR is going to ramp up. You're already seeing it with the internet and how businesses are completely changing their uh, structure for the for forever, basically. You know, So mm. once the simulations, the simulator, let's say call it the Oculus, whatever you want to call it, starts to really be, um, really show itself, it's going to be applied for every industry. And so where was I going with that? Um, where the fuck was I going with that? I just lost my train of thought. Got a little contact high there. <laughs> yeah, maybe it did. <laughs> this room uh, can just get you high anyway. Something about prison? No. Anyway, it'll come back to me. But yeah, man, that's that's where I think it's heading. I hope not. <laughs> Cause like like I said before, isn't that already kind of what ayahuasca is or what shrooms is? Like you, you're, it, it wrinkles your brain, like to quote Troy from Community. Like it, it fucking gives you like it just physically. That's what that's what getting high is. Is like you just have this, like, you know, like something comes in and just like forces you to think a new way, and and you you just like it's like a dream. I always talk about that. Like the, you have this compressed knowledge. It's like a zip file, you know, like you just get all this, this like brain activity. But then when you come to, again, air quotes for all of this, but mm. like you, it all, it all, it's like you want, it's like a zip file that unzips and it's like all, all of a sudden it's as if you had these memories of, the, of like a time passing. Mm. So, and, and it's, it's expressing itself like a simulation maybe, but it is, it, 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 it it then manifests in the prime reality as like a download because you just like something it like uh, compressed expands in a short amount of time. It's fucking unnerving or yeah. uncomfortable. And then you're like, Oh, I know Kung Fu. Like, Holy shit. Jiu -jitsu. Sh sure. <laughs> <laughs> start breaking shit. Sure, man. We'll see. I don't have a million dollars guys. We need to, well, got to start the Patreon or something. <laughs> We'll get there. We'll do a GoFundMe. Help Sammy pay Nate off episode 49's bet. That'll just be, it'll just be like the bet. Like that's the name yeah. of the episode. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Who fucking knows, bro? It's uh, it's a fun idea to dance around. The thing is, if you look at psychedelics as a kind of like a simulational thing that shows you you're in the simulation, it, the way I see these things will be useful is not for that kind of stuff. I think it's going to be useful for skills. Like the whole simulation, simulated mm. realities. Yeah, and you just suddenly know how to do shit. Yeah, like you, awesome. you can't do ayahuasca and then you just all of a sudden can be an electrician. <laughs> Maybe one guy once. 
Yeah, it's like he's just listening. Fuck you, man! I <laughs> fucking did it. I'm an electrician. <laughs> yeah, you just think you've been you've been an electrician for ten years, and you're like really bad at it, and you're just hurting yourself all the time. But then just yelling at people on job sites. But that's where if we do create that technology, that's That'd be such a good scam. <laughs> it's a great animation. <laughs> okay. If we do create that technology, <clears throat> and you can basically do any trade in any given time and learn everything the way Neo learned jiu-jitsu. God, that'd be dope. Yeah, but it would also be like you've achieved the cheat code in the game. It kind of gets boring after a while. It's like you know everything. But if you're experiencing it just quickly, yeah, then it's like you did the work. Yeah. But, you, uh, but you just get to back in and, and 10 seconds pass. It's a hyperbolic time chamber. But it's literally you, a Dragon Ball. But then when you do everything, everything possible, when you can just... Well, no, here, the, okay. I've actually thought of this because of the show The Good Place. And spoilers, I'm sorry. I'll try not to spoil anything, but like in the later seasons, in the last episodes, there's one character who, because they're they're like in, they're dead in the show. It's like the first episode that's not a spoiler. Like they're dead. They're in the afterlife. Uh, the Good Place, man, such a good show. That ended so well. But there's this one woman who literally has this like million, uh, like million tasks like list that she needs to that she wants to accomplish like once once the show kind of settles down and she realizes she has like eternity to do whatever she wants other people are like just doing this and that or finding ways to entertain themselves but she is like learning how to do everything literally mm. she wants to be a master like painter driver car manufacturer uh sculptor like wood carver uh, teacher, like a musician, everything. She just learns how to do fucking everything, learn every language, every everything. She just becomes this powerful genius. And then at the end, she realizes, she's like, maybe I can like dissipate now and die forever because I feel like I've learned everything. And she realizes that there's like angels sort of, or like like there's like these higher entities that are like running the afterlife. And she's like, I want to run people's afterlife. Like I want to, that's the last thing to learn. And she does. That's like, essentially like a god state or like angel sp- sort of guide state. But it's but the reason why I bring it up is because I don't think everyone has that same drive and it's like it's like this is all this is still kind of wrapped in karma. Like th- this person is dead but she's still very much who she was on earth and she w- like she has a genuine need to to fulfill this endless curiosity and she has the opportunity to so she does and not everyone feels that way they might just be really satisfied getting good at one of those things and becoming a fucking master and also putting a really cool spin on it or i don't know what you Mm. know but this woman just wanted to be full of the knowledge of the universe and to be able to express it with the human body because that was the modality she so she knows. Do you think maybe the state of enlightenment isn't for everybody? It can't be because it doesn't a lot of people don't get there. Is that because of the karmic path or is that genuinely that some people's um purpose or drive is just wherever they like I don't know. I'm I think that's true. I think you're right. They're the um, it's like I was talking about the brothers creating each other, like the siblings create each other. You know, you you have the arsonist and the firefighter every time you're going to have groups of people who are like, look at that enlightened guy. Uh, me too, please. 
or and then there are going to be people yeah, who are like, yeah, like fuck that guy, he's a shill, or I don't need to, like I'm double enlightened because you think you're, well, you think you understand it. I still got to work, bro. I still got to do my jazz, and you're all over there with your flowers on your feet and hmm. the, your eyes rolling back your head or whatever. However, you picture enlightenment. <laughs> That's me, man. I picture just a freaky dude with flowers on his feet. <laughs> That's going hot. That's hour. interesting. We're about an hour and a half. Sounds good. Well, we'll What's leave that question for another day. That's a, I'd love to explore that. What is enlightenment? I have personally found some direction in my life recently because I have none ever because I don't care about goals. That's a problem I'm working on it. <laughs> but <laughs> uh, that's kind of the, the, the like uh, this little intention that's like a life intention small and ambiguous now but it runs my life and it's such an easier way to live and it's like I want to just be a good person to people and I want to figure myself out and I'm kind of like that uh, what was her name in the show that's the Leilani Milani that's the one million list that's that's the, that's the show you're talking about yeah okay but that's but I just I just had this recent realization where I have like a kind of I have like a um, a raison d'être a little bit, mm. and a lot of it has to do with enlightenment. It's, it's like it's like a pretentious thing that I pushed away, but it's like this is personal, like this is this is the region of myself that's like mm. fuck everybody else, and which is ironic. But anyway, <laughs> it, it's it's in, in a it loving way. It's not touched. Yeah, it's like this is for me. Yeah, this is, this is uh, your path. Yeah, there's no polarity there. There's a place in me where there's no polarity. And in there, I have an intention to expand myself and to not be a dick and to help other people do that. It's funny that that mindset is, it's like completely for yourself, but it's it's actually as in service for everyone else around you. Yeah, it's both. That's why yeah. solipsism doesn't matter. Yeah. Maybe it's just me here and you're all a dream, a dog's dream, and or maybe vice versa. Uh, I don't know. Or like maybe there's just this infinite divide. And even though we are all here, we can't touch in that unpolarized sense you know but so the, so the fuck what you know yeah. there's islands and there's oceans I would look which at one it, are we yeah and I look at it as a well if so what it's in everyone's best interest to in, to improve yourself and to make it a more pleasant experience for each other and ourselves yeah that's general enough for everyone to agree right <laughs> it's like yeah why wouldn't I just make shit better no, like fuck you I want to make this hell for you it's no but <laughs> you it's, might get some people like that. I was yeah I was, it was tongue in cheek like yeah. there are a lot of people and I've been there yeah. where I was like no I'm the I'm the asshole you're like I'm the bad guy well, that's a bigger conversation do, do, that's do, 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 do. pain seeks pain a lot of the time <laughs> and anger seeks more anger yeah it's that's it's a justification yeah. you know we're not forgiving ourselves and we don't even know how so we go oh okay I'm gonna own it I'm that's the ego saying oh I meant to do that yeah. It's like, this is this defines like, me. Yeah. This is me. And that's the fucking ego. Oh. Okay, everyone. We love you all. Chew on that, bitches. Episode 49, brother. Good for Stay you. Stay curious. Yeah, man. Oh, that's a Rogan move we just did. Yeah. Don't sue us. We love you. Honestly, though, we do love you all. And episode 50 is going to be epic. I have Joe a Rogan included. We yeah. love you, bro.